0: This podcast episode is about the one most powerful marketing pillar that the hottest marketers on earth are using and how you can leverage it too. Hey, I'm Sean. I'm obsessed with business, marketing, and growth. I've created this podcast to share the ideas, knowledge, and tools I've gathered over a career of helping businesses thrive. Welcome to The Growth Code. So like I said, I'm talking about the one marketing pillar that you need to use in your business. It's the most powerful thing that the hottest marketers on earth are using. And I'm going to tell you all about it and how you can leverage it in your business. So let me just tell you a little story first. Back in 2009, I started my digital agency. And when I first started, I grew... So quickly, I think we did six figures in our second year and it grew from strength to strength. A couple of years in, I hit a very hard stop. (laughs) It's a time of my life that we referred to as Black April where we didn't have enough revenue in the business to pay even one week's wages of one member of staff. We literally sent everyone home because there was nothing for them to do. My husband and I put our shoes on and we started going door to door, literally knocking on doors, trying to sell our services. It wasn't long after that, that we pulled through it. And thank goodness we did. But one of the trends that I noticed was that we had moved from the startup of marketing one-to-one to to marketing one-to-many. And there's nothing wrong with that, but you've got to build up pillars in your business so that if one gets knocked out, You've got others to rely on in order to get your message out to the market. But there's one pillar that you can rely on. And you can get your message to your market when and how you want and when you need to most. Because in this day and age, if you have to rely on Facebook for your list, what if Facebook changes the algorithm again? Or what if Google does another update and your website is nowhere to be found? Or what if Instagram goes down again and... There's another US election, and LinkedIn is all over the place. You need to own your list, and you need to employ email marketing in your business. There is a reason that the hottest marketers on earth, and I'm talking about the biggest brands, the biggest names in the business, use email marketing. McKinsey and Company did a report, a review, an audit, and one of the things that I took out of that report is that an email list has a 40-fold impact on your bottom line. That's right, for every marketing pound or dollar, depending on where you are, that you put into email marketing, you can get $40 or 40 pounds back from that. Now, that's more than you would through Facebook, Instagram, or any other marketing channel. And let's just let that sink in for a minute. If you don't have If you don't have email in your business right now and you're not building this into your business as an incredible asset, it's a huge mistake. Email delivers more leads than any other marketing channel. And it's one of the the top things for lead generation, sales, and it's absolutely critical for growth. Why? Well, like I said, if you have to rely on your Facebook group or your Facebook page, You don't own that list. You're just renting it from Facebook. And if the algorithms change or the messenger bots freak out, you know, and everyone's saying email's dead and whatever else, honestly, you need to own your list. You need to be able to get your message out to people when you want, how you want, and you need to be able to build relationships with people. And email marketing is an incredibly efficient way of doing that because you can scale it up, you can do it really quickly and easily without a huge amount of cost investment either. So how can you get started? Well, I'm gonna talk about a few things that will help you. So first of all, it's the battle for the inbox, right? You need to make sure that your emails get delivered. So that requires you having a trusted and professional email marketing platform. And I've done a comparison of the top four that I recommend. You know, you've got things like Mailchimp, which is always a great place to start. By the way, I'm not getting paid by Mailchimp to say that. It's just somewhere where I think it's a good place to go if you're starting out on email. They've got a free trial version and and you can do email marketing for free to start with. It's got great reporting functions and, and it's just easy. It's just nice to use if you're getting started. So that's the first thing is getting your emails delivered. The second thing is focusing on getting your emails opened. So you need to make sure that you're great at writing subject lines and that you're using, you know, your dear name and that kind of personalization and a few other factors. And then you need people to do things. I've always got this rule that if you're going to do email marketing to people, that you should add value 80% of the time. And then 20% of the time, it's your chance to say, hey, I hope you've enjoyed what I've been sharing with you and adding value. Do you want to buy something from me? Or do you want to get a discount code? Or whatever it might be, whatever's relevant to your business. And the thing is, email marketing is, it's so powerful. And I heard this Catchphrase once, and I'm I'm going to use it here. But email marketing can exponentially move the needle for your sales, and you need to think of it like a bank account. The more you invest into it, the bigger that asset grows, and then you can make withdrawals, which which are your sales. And I heard the saying once: "Small hinges swing big doors." And it's absolutely true. The more emails you get delivered, the more emails that get opened and the more emails that get clicked and the more people that can see your offer, it's going to lead to more sales. It's just maths. So there's loads of things that you need to work on, you know, from your sender reputation and building up your sender score and making sure that you keep your email list growing and make sure that you keep them hot you know, by constantly keeping in touch and and getting your emails opened. Because when people say to me, is email marketing a good idea? I say to them, you're goddamn right it is. So where do we start? Well, I've already talked about how email can boost your selling power. And it is an absolutely incredible opportunity to connect with your audience. You've got the power to influence how they feel about you. And that impact has a... That has a direct impact on their decision to buy from you or work from you. So I always say that the first rule of email club is to make sure that your emails reflect you and your personality. You want it to make it feel like your readers are getting an email from you, you know, something that you could literally have typed up on your phone. And I have this rule that if I'm bored writing an email, I don't send it because if I'm bored writing it, people who are reading it are not going to enjoy it and just make sure it sounds like you like i said you've just got to inject your personality into it and forget fussing around with fancy html emails and fancy designs you you don't need all of that stuff keep it simple and you'll get better open rates you'll get better results not to mention that you can get things out faster as well i will say that marketing is not for the faint hearted it's super easy to push out a post on Instagram or Facebook and by the way a list that you don't own but sitting down to write an email eek, it's not easy and so if you're wondering why more businesses don't do it or why you haven't done it it's because it's tough you've got to put in the work to grow your list you've got to put in the work to build a relationship with your list add value and then of course like I said sell them stuff So there's a formula that you can use and it's how to get your audience to know, like and trust you. And it's like making friends. Knowing you means that they know you. Don't be shy to get personal. I don't think that being personal is necessarily unprofessional and you've all heard the saying that people buy from people. So why not let people get to know you? You know, I share things about my family, my motorbikes, my dogs and and about my life because people get to know you on a different level and it makes it that much easier to then build trust and to like you because that's important, right? Have you ever bought something from someone you didn't like? I don't think so. You know, so you've got to, you've got to try and like work on that factor as well. I could write a whole book on the topic, but Dale Carnegie did it for me in his book, How to Win Friends and and Influence People, which is a recommended read from my bookshelf. So go and have a look at that. There's loads of inspiration in there. And then the final thing is trust. This is probably the hardest thing to earn from your audience, but I think the way to do it is to be honest, obviously, to be open and add value. One of the biggest mistakes that I see is when brands are being sketchy or cagey about things like pricing or their processes and if you're not open about those kind of things then people are going to wonder what else are you not telling me about. One of the biggest uh, questions I answer and one of the biggest fears that I see business owners have is the unsubscribes, the dreaded unsubscribes It's the equivalent of an unlike on your Facebook page. But seriously, don't take that personally. People who don't stick around aren't engaged and they're probably not going to buy from you and they're not going to become raving fans. So send them on their way and continue working on building your list and attracting your ideal customers, your ideal audience. I think that's quite a lot of theory. (laughs) Um, The other thing I want to just mention is that if you've got a website that you send traffic to, you should absolutely have some kind of sign up, some kind of way for people to sign up to your newsletter. But there's three reasons that people will give up their email address and will you know, opt into your, to your list. Number one, it's if you're offering something that they want, something they really want, and they're happy to exchange their email address for that thing. Saving money is a big example, you know, because who doesn't want to snag a bargain? Who want, Who doesn't want to snag a deal or a freebie? Think about those kind of things. Number two, you're going to provide massive value. And if there's something that they need or something that that will be of value to them, it might be a free guide, it might be a cheat sheet, it might be a training video, something that will provide massive value to them, especially depending where they are on their buying ladder and on their journey to looking for a solution to a problem that they've got and a solution that you can provide. So just think about what those added value things could be. And number three, the biggest reason people sign up to a newsletter is because you didn't call it a newsletter. That's right. Please don't have a sign up to our newsletter box on your website without describing the genuine value that they're gonna get and the reason that they should sign up and the reason that they absolutely don't wanna miss out being on your list. Because if I come across a box that just says, sign up to my newsletter, I'm not gonna do it. I am just not gonna do it. So think about creatively how you can engage people and get them to hand over their coveted email address. So now that you've done those things and you've set up your email platform, it's time to make genuine connection. You know, go and um, check out a brand called Black Rifle Coffee Company and sign up to their list and you'll see how over time you'll feel like you really know Evan, who's the, the founder of the business, and you'll literally start telling people about him and you'll go and listen to him on the Joe Rogan show and just see how he builds connection it's just absolutely phenomenal. And that's the kind of thing that you want to do. You know, he tells his whole story of how he started the brand and how he got there. And he just makes it so wonderfully personal that you're completely engaged. And um, even if you're on, on his list for a while, it might be a while yet before you buy coffee from him, but you'll be telling everyone you know about him and his stories. So that's quite a lot Um you know to think about in terms of no like trust about how to get people to sign up and then about you know co- constantly ongoing and constantly investing in that list and it's quite daunting when you sit down and you look at that blinking cursor on a blank screen and you just think to yourself oh my god now i have to actually write an email and it feels like oh it's a bit daunting But just try and have a conversation with yourself. And first of all, just get into your mind that everyone who's given their email address over to you, they've signed up. So they want to hear from you. And if they don't, well, they'll unsubscribe. So what? No big deal. There are a few things, a few structures that I can give you to help you with that blank page. And the first thing is in the greeting. Be yourself. How would you normally start an email? Is it hey? Hello? Is it dear? You know, however you start an email is how you should start. Don't start off by trying to be something that you're not because you're just going to make yourself feel uncomfortable before you've even gotten out of the gates. Go straight in with a hook. Drive drive straight into your story. An opening with a question can be a great icebreaker. Once you've started with your hook, which is usually the big reason that you're emailing your list, you can then transition to explain your story and you can explain why this matters. I sometimes have talked about writing sales letters and you talk about who, what, how and why. And that's also a great framework that you can use to transition into why this matters. Once you've done that and you've explained the hook, you've explained the story and why this is important, you can then go into your pitch. You can now pivot to tell your users what you want them to go and do. It's not always a sale, by the way. You might want them to go and like your Facebook page. You might want them to go and watch a video or go and download some kind of ebook or some kind of giveaway. But make sure that that rally cry is crystal clear. Clear in your email. That's how you get results. And then it's always nice to reference back to your story and the reason that you're emailing them and just a nice little sign off. I always like to end an email with a PS because I think it's a great way of dropping a little closer into your emails. So a PS is also a great attention grabber. So that's it, you know, just grab a Google Doc or grab a Word doc and just absolutely go nuts just write it all out let it flow you can always let it simmer and read it back to yourself out loud I do that (laughs) if you read it out loud it'll make it'll make sure that it sounds like you and then you can start editing and spell checking and and doing all of those good things and another thing is when I talk to my team on slack or if I you know talk to friends and family and whatsapp i use gifs a lot so i use them in my email because that's me so whatever is you do that because it'll make your email seem so much more authentic and it'll be so much more personal and and real and last but not least this is just a little tip that i've got for you subject lines should be short and sweet four or five words max Because if you've ever looked at your inbox on your mobile device, you'll see how much space you've got. But also, you just want to make it seem like it's come from friends or family and not this long convoluted subject line that's clearly a sales email or whatever it is. Just keep it short and sweet and you'll have success with your email marketing. So that's it. I really, really encourage you to go and find out more about email marketing if you're not using it in your business. And if you are using it in your business, when was the last time you sent out an email to your list? When was the last time you really tried to engage with people? Because you shouldn't let that investment just depreciate in your business bank, if you like. So definitely go and check it out. If you want some more help with either getting started or help to re-engage your audience, I'm going to be putting up loads and loads of resources on my Facebook page, on my LinkedIn page, all my social media pages. And if you want more Q&A, one-to-one advice, then jump on Facebook and search for The Growth Code and join the group where I'll be posting loads more content, advice, how-tos and all sorts of things to get you started with email marketing and make sure that it's going to be one of the most successful marketing pillars in your business. So if you've listened all the way to the end, high five. Thank you very much for listening. Until next time.